Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Tot. And I'm Tiff. Welcome to Two Sis Teas in a Pod. And if you're new, welcome to your new favorite podcast, where two sisters openly discuss any and all topics, but like also with our spiced up personal opinions. Yes. Do you care what other people think about you? Uh, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. It depends on the person, the situation. Um, depends on whether we've been here before and, you know, whether you're done with that. Uh-huh. Um, well, I, I think that one of the things that we were talking about earlier, right, mm-hmm. which was do, do you address certain situations and I think that comes into, do you care about what they think, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's circumstantial for sure. Yeah. And I think this is like kind of, I wouldn't say a controversial topic, but it's kind of like a funny topic where everyone wants to be like, oh yeah, no, I don't care what anybody thinks about me. But that's a lie. We all care what somebody thinks about us. Right. Because, you know, we may say it outwardly. I don't care what somebody thinks about me, but then you kind of like internalize and start overthinking about it. Mm-hmm. And then you show anger or upset or like yeah. this aloofness, purpose aloofness right. that it's like, oh yeah, I don't care. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you kind of do care if you're showing all of these other emotions, right. right? But I think that for the most part, if you care about a relationship and you feel like that relationship that friendship, that situationship is good, like a good thing, mm-hmm. and you want to continue it, yeah. then you address it, then you do care about their opinion. Yeah. Um, because they show you the same respect in turn, right? Because they care about your opinion. They care about whether or not you feel bad, whether or not you feel awkward, whether or not you feel discouraged they care about that they're involved they're uh what's the word they're invested that's the word they're invested in that relationship that you guys have Mm -hmm. but then you come to those relationships where you're where you constantly get to those awkward places or those uncomfortable situations and you're just like hmm at some point or another you no longer care Right. And you don't care what they think because they've already hurt you. You've already cared too much. You've already given them of more of yourself than you've probably given other people. You've given them second, third, fourth chances. And it's like, forget it. You know what? I don't care what you think because now, you know, you've already showed me that your respect for me is not the same level that I have provided the respect for you. Right. So it depends on the dynamic. Mm-hmm. It depends on the energy levels between two people. Mm-hmm. Right. So obviously, like, there's that, like, okay, from the beginning, we had good communication, or from the beginning, we may not have had good communication. And depending on the level of communication, as like, that's clearly my theme. Mm-hmm. Um, the relationship may be salvageable mm-hmm. or not, and that depends on how much you care to save it and how much you care about what that person thinks of you and how much they care about what you think of them. Mm-hmm. I hope I said that right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. My thoughts were, like, uh, not working in that moment. 
but I think it's um that whole like power struggle, which I think we've also touched on previous episodes, uh-huh. one or two. Um, I um, oh my god! So like, have and you've seen you've seen this movie because we've seen it together. Two can play that game. Oh yeah. Okay, so ever <laughs> since I watched this movie like a million years ago, right? I've always thought <laughs> so of many that times movie. we watched this movie. Yes, so many, times. so many times. So ever since watching that movie, like that opened my eyes to that whole like power, power struggle trap. and like yeah, and like struggle. the <laughs> power struggle, the exchange of energy. Yes. yeah, I mean for sure, it opened my mind to that. And whenever I find myself, and it doesn't like necessarily have to be with like a partner, but like friendships, family, whatever the situation is. Whenever I find myself in a certain situation, I do start thinking of who, who has more of the power right now and how can we at least balance it out so I don't feel like crap or they don't feel like crap what can we do and I think that's also where like some of the like communicate communicate situation comes in it's like the more you communicate and the more that you talk about what you want out of something the less you feel like you're the one who's losing in the situation uh so to kind of bring back to the whole, um, do we care about people's opinions, right? Um, I agree, though. We we care. We we care. For me personally, I mean, it. I have it like this. Like it is what it is mentality, right? I I chalk that up to like everything I've been through. So, and we'll speak about those things in a future episode, but it's, um, I don't care what people think of me unless there's someone that I love, I care about, like someone I'm close to. If I haven't shared much of my personal life with you because I don't do the vulnerable thing frequently, then chances are I don't care what you think of me because you don't know me. You don't know my life. And maybe it's an age thing. I think it's, you know what? I really think as you go through different buckets, I want to say buckets, times, I don't know, Yeah. in your life. Yeah. When you're young, when you're a kid, you kind of like just you can be a pleaser. You could be mm-hmm. want someone that doesn't really care because not because you don't care, but because you don't know. Yeah. Um. And then you get to that point where you're more aware, self-aware, mm-hmm. and you start understanding your feelings more. Yeah. And you start caring a little bit, sometimes a little bit too much. Then you get to that teenage point where you're like, I know everything and I don't care about anything and anyone and I'm going to do what I want. But then it's all about fitting in. (laughs) Right? I've never fit in, though. I don't know if I I would say that I I think with most of my groups of friends, Mm -hmm. when I think of my school years, like when I think of junior high, when I think of high school, Mm -hmm. I don't feel like I was ever a follower you know 
So I don't think I felt like, oh, I need to fit in. I felt like we were all, we all brought something different and we all just were like, we just were able to be, and we all liked different things, but we all had something that brought us together and we were just able to learn from each other. I mean, that depends on the friend group, Mm -hmm. but, um, I think that we were all similar too. I think your friends and you were similar. Yeah. I I mean, I often say this, like you attract what you are, right? Mm -hmm. I I mean, not that I specifically say this, but I do believe in it like a lot. So Mm -hmm. I say it often. Um, and not necessarily in every person are you attracting everything about them that makes them like who you are. It's just there's something very strong in that person that's similar to the energy that you're letting out. So you attract each other. Um, but I don't think that you necessarily have to be a follower per se mm-hmm. to want to fit in. Even in like the movies when you see like everyone wants to be like the popular person, even the popular person wants to fit in you know my own situation though I just never fit in I had like friends that were great and friends that till this day are still in my life from childhood and Mm -hmm. stuff like that (laughs) (laughs) but I am I've never fit in because I've always had this like I don't care mentality it's just gotten stronger as I've gotten older yeah, I mean, I feel this. I don't know if I've had the. I don't. Maybe, maybe I do. I just don't label it that way. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, as you get older, you go through things, right? Mm-hmm. You go through heartbreak. You go through loss of family, loss of friends, loss of just loss in general. Yeah, and then you get to a point where it's like. You learn to cherish certain things yeah. and then other things just don't matter. Right. And I think that's the whole, it is what it is. Yeah. You know, you, you cherish and care the things that are important and everything else kind of like just doesn't matter. Yeah. And I mean, it doesn't work that way for everybody though. Right. So in our case, mm-hmm. both of us are in agreement where we personally don't feel like we care. Well, a lot of people think, but we care about, what the people we care about think, right, The closest right? people to us. Like, yes. we care about what they think, of course. We care about how they see us, but at the same time, it won't stop us from doing certain things that we want to do because that's who we are. Yes, that's us. But it is a work in progress, you know? Even in those situations where I do care what people think about me, do I always agree with what they're saying? No, so that's where the problems lie, right? I have to like work on not caring what they think in certain aspects. So it is a work in progress. And then you have to grow into that. Right. Like, it's not like the struggle isn't there. And there are for others where they do care what a lot of people think about them overall, even if they don't have that like, oh, it's only the people that are close to me and such. There's nothing wrong either way, but it's a a work in progress for your own mental health, your own like emotional like health, just so that you're okay. You can live with yourself at the end of the day without dealing with like anxiety and things like that. The right mindset because it makes it'll make you happier. Yeah, yeah, for sure. As I mentioned, like I the whole like mental health situation mm-hmm. for your well being overall, right? You let yourself 
you feel better when you start shifting out of that. Yeah. I mean, I remember some, I, I read something else today that I shared with you mm -hmm. and I'm contemplating whether I should share it with the listeners too, because what you're saying right now brings to mind something that I've experienced. Share it, share it. <laughs> so I read something that said, somebody asked me, why do you stop talking to some people without an explanation? And the response to that was because people know what they've done to me. I'm not about to address anything to a grown person. You moved how you moved and I moved out of your way respectfully. Mm -hmm. Okay. So in conjunction to what you said right yeah. now, I've had a similar situation where I felt like I've had friends. I thought they knew me mm -hmm. and whatever, you know, situations happen. Right. Right. And instead of having the conversation and saying, hey, wh what's going on or what's happening, thinking that we know each other, we're friends. Yeah. They want to form an opinion without even having that conversation. Yeah. So at that point, in my, in my opinion, I was feeling a kind of way about it and about that person. Yeah. And I just decided that it wasn't even worth addressing. Right. Because not every person, not every situation requires a communication, a conversation. Because at certain points in your life, you realize that if they felt the same thing that you felt towards them, and if you've been there for them at times where they've had challenges in their life, yes. and they can't be that person for you when you're going through stuff, then they're not your friend. Right. I mean, not to say that they're, they're, they're not your friend, right? It's mm -hmm. not to say they can't be a good friend right, to right. somebody. It's just that some people can, it's, I've heard this in like love where they can love at like their own capacity. Mm -hmm. I think it works the same thing in friendship. Like this is who this person is. And it's like that whole like teacup analogy mm -hmm. okay. where your teacup or that person's a teacup and you're like the large glass of cup situation <laughs> and they can only give so much yeah and that's fine you know and sometimes the best thing to do instead of trying to continue to hold on to something that right that is not really good for you that's yeah. more that will lead into something more toxic yes it's best to just let it go yeah. and let them move on and you move on respectfully just like that message said yes so, yeah. yeah, you're setting healthy boundaries for yourself. Um, I've been working on that myself. I mean, I don't feel like it ever really truly ends. You know, you get into friendships or situations and such, and you have to set those boundaries if you haven't set them from the beginning, you know, or you set them from the beginning and then you kind of have to keep reiterating them with certain people. And at some point it's like, okay, this is not working for me. Right. And then at what point do you say, that's it? You know? Right. And I think that's what the whole comes with age thing. Yes. Because, or experiences. Not only ages, yeah. experiences. You can be young and have gone through stuff. And you're not saying that we're old because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> but you can go through stuff and then you just know. You know, there's just certain things that after once or twice, that's it. It's yes. like the whole 
that whole saying where it's like once what what is it how fool me once fool me once shame on you shame on you fool me twice shame on me yeah. well there you go um second chances everybody deserves a second chance but there's no thirds right and if there is you know you have to show that it's worth you're worth that third chance yeah i agree speaking of chances um, I was recently in a situation like that where I gave a chance, right? So rewind a little bit. It's not to say I haven't been in situations like this before where I have to like manage friendships, but the most recent experience was where I had a friend that we were really close and um, let's call him Mateo for the sake of having a name here, right? <laughs> I mean, if you don't already know, and I guess we could talk about this a different time. Every, every girl has like a name for every guy. And I'm assuming maybe some guys do this, but I know that all girls of do. the girls. A lot of girls do. Yeah, that I've talked to. We always end up with a, a name for the person. In this case, the nickname I can't share that I actually gave him. So this is a, a, an, another nickname. We're going <laughs> to call him Mateo. So Mateo and I had a really good, close, close friendship. And um, he put me in a position that was really uncomfortable. And I gave him an opportunity to speak on it. And he didn't take that opportunity. Like, I gave him time. And he didn't. And I thought to myself, like, do I say something? Do I not? You know, it was that whole, like, do I continue and work through that friendship or do I just like cut it off mm-hmm. right I've always known him to be a really really great person so I was like you know what I'm gonna say something I'm really upset over it and I'm gonna be very like direct and honest about it so that I could set a healthy boundary in my life and I can feel at peace with it so I brought it up and I felt like his response was not up to par up to par but like I just felt like I wasn't being respected in that response I gave a level of respect and I expected it back and I was really upset over it um so I gave myself time to uh talk about it with those closest to me vent about it deal with it and um get outside perspectives from my own like Mm. tell me what you would have done tell me how it looks am i wrong right you know i don't like to be told i'm right even when i'm wrong so it was really important to me to hear different perspectives on it right and ultimately it would be me at the end making the decision on how to handle it right but it helped a lot so i went through that situation talked to him gave it some more time and um I tried again, you know, he's a good person. Right. So I tried again, it didn't work out, but then he finally did make an effort sometime later. And like, I can understand that he could see my issues. Yeah, like how how you could have interpreted as being uncomfortable yes or disrespectful yes yes so he did see it and we finally had like a full-blown conversation about it 
in person and I feel better. So that's good. Yes. So guys, talk things through. For, <laughs> for her, it works. Sake. Not for me. It depends. It really 100% depends on the character and the friendship and the person and all of that. I um, don't do that with everybody. And it's because some friendships I just don't need to continue in my life. It's just too many issues, too many things, too many problems. In this case, I did feel like it was worth communicating over, at least even if we never talked again, at least for my, what's the, my inner peace. Yeah, no, I, you know? I, I get it. But it's a friendship I don't want to lose. And that's, I think that's a good, good tactic for, for you. Yeah. Um, I don't always go that route. I mean, I granted, I haven't gotten into a situation similar to this, but um, in other situations, probably, I probably wouldn't go the route of, oh, let's talk about it in person because I'm probably gonna feel like it's awkward for me like I'm not comfortable having that conversation in person I may prefer to have the conversation by phone by message um just because of my mo- like I feel like even though I tend to categorize myself as detached and not as emotional yeah when it comes to expressing my feelings is really challenging Mm -hmm. and when i'm trying to do so i tend to even if it's if i'm upset like i'm sad if i'm angry if i'm mad all of that tends to come out of me as i tend to cry yeah (laughs) and it's not because i'm emotionally weak no, it's that I'm holding it's I'm holding back certain things yes which causes me to end up crying because I'm trying to share my feelings and mm-hmm. at the same time um that you're feeling those feelings and I'm feeling them at the same time so yeah. it's like it it's a, like a faucet like I'm letting everything go at once <laughs> <laughs> so that's why it doesn't always work for me to have the conversation in person mm-hmm. because I don't want that to show right um it's easier for me to have the conversation by phone because I feel like I can control myself a little bit better with not having someone witness how I'm looking yeah or by message because I am feeling like I'm not being interrupted like I can express myself and you have no choice but to read what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I have no choice but to read what you're saying. And there's no, oh, you're interrupting me. Oh, I'm interrupting you. I don't want you to feel that. And I don't want to feel that because right. I feel like that may change the whole tone of the conversation in person. Yeah. yeah. And that's not the intention of it. Right. So that's, but I think that's great. Like th- that worked for you. Yeah. Now that you got that out of the way, what is the next steps to making sure that this friendship continues to develop and stay, you know, a positive uh, lane. Well, I mean, I did, I did admit at the end, you know, I still had my upset feelings mm-hmm. and I still had to process some of the responses, some of the things that were said about it. Um, so I'm working through those things. And my hope is just that the next interaction, I'm just going to be in a better place. I feel better mm-hmm. after speaking on it. Um, 
but I'm not fully out of it. You know, these kinds of things take time. Yeah. Um, but it's part of the growing process, part of healing from anything, whether it's major or small, mm-hmm. you know, but I do, I, I just want to say like, I didn't know that you were like that. <laughs> I'm like, all times, since we talk so much about things, it's like, yeah, like, we talk, like I don't have limits with you, but I think that's really interesting. For me, it's very big on feeling out the energy and you can't feel out the energy on a very like true level through text you know people like misconstrue things so much through text and then same through a phone call like you can hear things out and stuff and it's a little bit better for sure or video chat even better yeah but for me it's like i mean granted i understand like the whole texting messages Mm -hmm. tone isn't always relayed the way you want it to right but if you know the person mm-hmm. and you know the way that they're taught, like the way they're writing to you, mm-hmm. and if they are writing to you in a way, at least I know that I'm, I, I tend to be really sarcastic. Like that's just my <laughs> nature to yeah. be sarcastic. Like I have a response for everything all the time. Right. But when it comes to really getting into a deep conversation, I'm going to like be invested. I'm going to provide my opinions and that showcases in how I write. Like I'm going to write something lengthy and it's not going to have a sarcastic undertone. Right. So it works for me. Right. It may not work for everybody. And in an argument, you can clearly see the tone is not the right tone. Yeah. But when you've had time to process and you're in a different place mentally, right. you can have this conversation and feel like, okay, I can be more level-headed. I can be more clear and I can speak on this. Right. And in my case, it helps me to have those conversations via text, mm-hmm. maybe on the phone. Right. And then I can easily slide into an in-person conversation because most of the hard stuff has been talked about. Mm-hmm. And it's more like we can do the spark notes now in person <laughs> and get to the good stuff because... I don't want our in-person interaction to be awkward. I want it to be like, I want it to be back to normal. I want it to be good. I want us to be on a better, um, I want us to start creating good memories again, not like have this sad or upset memory to like then restart another conversation of like, okay, let's forget about it. No, like that's not my way of doing things. No, I get it. I can see how you do things that way. And there's no, I mean, uh, there are not the right way. <laughs> I didn't want to say it in the negative. There are there are wrong ways, okay? There are wrong <laughs> ways of going about things. But really, ultimately, it's what works best for you internally, as long as it leaves you in a good place Right. at the end of the day. I don't, like, I don't personally feel like that's best for me. Yeah, and that's, you know, um, whatever works for each person mm-hmm. that's the best thing for them and that's how they should consider it you know you have obviously had experiences that showed you what works well what doesn't so have i so we tend to go to, through or touch on things or fix things and yeah. quotes yeah fix things how we feel are going to work for us in our own comfort level right right and i mean I've just, like, I'm non-confrontational. I'm very non-confrontational, but I've just learned in this, like, 
um, journey of self-love that I have to put myself first. And when I don't speak up about what I'm feeling, I am not loving myself to the fullest. And so I've learned to speak up, say what I think, say what I feel, and in a respectable manner. And at the end of the day, I feel peace with that. So I like that part of things where I can verbalize and like I can show you my genuine feelings and energy on a situation where you're not going to misconstrue what I'm saying via text, via this, via that. And that's for everybody. And I also feel it's like a high level of respect to show someone like I'm making the time to come to you, meet with you wherever you are, right? I'm making the time, you're making the time that shows me you care too. Mm-hmm. Not just about me, about yourself. Right, because in the end, opinions do matter, but only for those that you actually care about. Yeah. For everyone else, it doesn't truly matter. Yeah. Um, and I think that we show it in our day-to-day. We show it always. This is how it is. And opinions do matter, just we pick and choose depending on how our opinions and how we matter to those people as well. Right. Thank you for listening to our latest episode of Two Sis Teas in a Pod. We look forward to hearing from you. And any feedback, questions, topics you'd like to hear about, DM us at Two Sis Teas in a Pod on IG, or you can email us at Two Sis Teas in a Pod at gmail.com. Bye. Bye.